Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekday with Mike and Andy. It is so good to have you along with us again Hi. for episode six of the episode weekday. Episode six. Yeah, I'm going to steal Spencer's uh, um, uh, line. He basically said, like, I can't believe we did another one. So <laughs> that's where we're at. I can't believe they let us do another I, one. Yeah, basically, I can't believe they let us do another one of these. So this is episode six. Thanks so much for uh, joining us, whether you're on YouTube or on Spotify or on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Podcasts, however you're joining on Facebook. There's like a zillion different ways that you can interact with the weekday. And listen, we want you to really interact with us. We want to hear from you. We're going to be kind of talking about some things. We've been talking about a couple of things over the last couple of weeks, uh, some heavy, some lighter. Uh, and we just really want to hear from you we really want to hear how this is kind of living with you and how all of these things are living with you in particular uh as of the time of this recording uh our schools here in the tampa bay area pasco uh, county pasco county so you have no idea if you are on the west coast we feel really bad for you that your schools are closed still uh stay safe please we know there's some fires out there too um but our schools are opening back up albeit with a couple of restrictions uh mike you have a six-year-old who went back to first grade right went well went to first grade he didn't go back right how'd that go (laughs) um i i think pretty well it was it was a very strange feeling and i texted you yesterday morning you and, and our sister Melissa and was just it was so strange yeah. and we have wanted him to go back to school and Caleb our our oldest six he's six years old and he is such a social butterfly he needs that social interaction incredibly intelligent incredibly athletic like but man he needs to be around people <laughs> and more than that you know he probably needs to be well not necessarily needs to be away from my wife who is at home with them all day, but he needs to be involved in something. You know, like this is the the moment that that happens. Let's take a time out and just say thank you to all of the stay-at-home parents or the parents that are actually homeschooling their kids in this time. For because real. Uh, Mike and I couldn't do it. We we ourselves would jump through a plate glass window yeah, if we I, had to. My, the respect for my wife, yeah. as if it wasn't already high enough. Yeah. I mean, she, our wives are superheroes. Yeah. It is incredible. Um, but it was, it was very strange, you know, Sunday night, especially like you just get this, I mean, it's a sense of dread. Mm. It's a sense of, man, what in the world is going to happen? Uh, and I don't think anybody really knows what is going to happen because we're finally at a point where I think at least in Pasco County and Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, like the tri-county area around Tampa is finally at a point where the numbers are stable. The numbers are getting lower Mm. and lower. And so it's kind of like, all right, yeah, like this, this feels good. Like I don't feel as scared to walk out the door as I used to. Where everyone's got the masks now, mm. you know, there's way more hand sanitizer everywhere. Toilet paper is back in stock. Hey, how about that? Yeah, that feels great. Banner, banner day. Banner day. Um, and so, you know, normally though, you know, you, when your kids go back to school, I know that when I was going back to school as a kid, uh, it was, it was a little, you know, you get kind of a little nervous, a little anxious kind of thing, but mostly excited. Exciting, yeah. Yeah. And that's not how I really felt. You know, I, I was I was tiny bit excited, but more just like, ah, I really hope this is the right thing mm. that we're doing. And, you know, I can't imagine for you, it's three kids, yeah. you know, um, all across, you know, the age spectrum. So how, how was it for you guys? Yeah, it was. Um, so for those that don't know my family, we have a 16-year-old boy, a 14-year-old girl, and a 10-year-old boy. Again, as, as of... Uh, August 2020, when we were recording this, 
Uh, the 16-year-old and the 14-year-old are both in the same school, which is totally cool. Uh, same high school. And then our 10-year-old. So the 10-year-old... One, cl- one class. Hold on. We have to... Okay. Uh, no, no, here, we, we can get to that in a second. We can get to that in a second. We'll, yeah. we'll get, I'm going to talk about the 10 year old okay. first right. because yeah. <laughs> uh, Carter, our youngest. So, whereas, you know, he had the, kind of the same thing of it was a little weird, um, but we had a couple of long talks with all three of our children last night, particularly about some things that we'll talk about in a second. And we brought Carter in at the very last. And Carter, um, how do I put? Carter marches to the beat of his own drum oh, all yeah. the time. Always has. He's a, he's a he's a thinker. He's incredibly intelligent. He's um he's just his own dude. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> for better and for worse. Yeah, like he doesn't care anything. He he's the he's the type of dude that is just gonna be like just in his own world. He's he plays his own imaginary games. Anyway, he's he's the best. Uh, all three of them are the best. But Carter just has this thing. And so mm-hmm. we we sat him down and just said, Hey, bud, you know how was school? You know, very solemn, hushed tones and. Um, you know, how was school? And he's like, it was great. <laughs> and I said, well, <laughs> and we were completely taken aback. It was great. What, what do you mean? I got to sit with Julian on the bus, which is totally awesome. I got, I got to see all my friends again, which was great. Yeah. And, uh, I said, bud, you had to wear a mask all day, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, wasn't it hot? I mean, it got a little uncomfortable, but they let us go outside. Yeah. So. Like, That's, how could it not be cool? Yeah, well, and, and so Carter and Caleb, they go to the same school. They're right. both in the same elementary school. And it was it, literally the same exact thing with Caleb. Like, Dude, how was it? You know? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was, what did you do? He said, well, we had lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, great. Yeah. And then we went to recess. <laughs> anything else you want to tell me about school? Did you learn anything? Yeah, no, no any nothing. Books? I mean, it was, it was trying to pull out. I mean, you know, it, it's like he's just locked up. But I, honestly... I think he was so, that's what I mean. He was so excited to be back around his people. Yeah. And um, yeah, so continue on okay. with the story. So though, the, because, the other two children. Yeah. So um, my wife listens to this. Sometimes my children listen to this. And so uh, forgive me for telling this story, but that's what we do. Um, so Grace and Austin are in the same school. Uh, Austin's a uh, junior and Grace is a freshman. And freshman, like, I don't envy people having to walk into high school at any point as a freshman, let alone in COVID times. It's It's a a huge life change. You go from top Top of the class, Mm -hmm. everything is great, eighth grade, to all of a sudden you are the worst in the school. (laughs) You don't know where class is. She she had an awful day. Grace, just the difference between fourteen and eighteen is a. That is such a giant gap. Yeah. You know, it's only four years. But it's that's four years of like yeah. life. Mm-hmm. That's four years yeah. of jobs and cars. And, yeah. you know, you think about what happens in high school. There are two major life changes that most people happen or have. You have sometimes your first dance or something, but your driver's license yeah. and the ability to vote. Yeah. Like that, that happens in high school for a lot of people. And so I don't envy that. Anyway, Grace, uh, I got home from uh, work yesterday and I started cooking dinner because my wife was working late and... Grace was home. Austin, the 16-year-old, had cross-country practice, and so he wasn't home. And Grace came downstairs and said, Grace, how was school? I mean, it was fine. I said, yeah, so, like, what happened? And, well, first period was just bad, and it was this. And then second period, like, I, it was on the complete opposite side, and I went to the wrong building. And so I was late, and I don't like being late. I said, well, Grace, it's like the first day of, of school. Right. Yeah, but I don't like being late, and I just... Somebody told me the wrong place, and then it wasn't. And then I had third period, and that was homeroom, so that was short anyway. Then we had lunch, and I, and then she went off about lunch, like how they had to split up and all this. Anyway, yeah. then fourth period, 
I think it's fourth period, she has with her brother. They're doing some sort of math class together. Which is the, this is the best thing in the world. So, I absolutely love this. So Austin, he's AP, AP class is like super smart. Grace, she's already like way advanced in ninth grade. Like they're super, both, yeah, they're super smart. They're both like just excelling yeah. beyond. So, but they, for some reason they have a math class together <laughs> and in COVID times, like they just, so they don't good. allow you to change desks or anything. So they just alphabetize you. <laughs> I don't tell you that part. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they have to sit next to each other because their last name is the same. One's Austin and one's Grace. So, oh my God. so anyway, Grace, uh, I, I t- I'm talking to her she's, and she said, yeah, my brother, you know, uh, I had to sit next to Austin. Oh, well, how's that? Well, you know, he didn't talk to me at all. And I was like, well, I mean, that's kind of stinks. He didn't say a word. I mean, he said something at the end of class, but that was it. And then left and then I guess they left. And so the, the, uh, the other part of that story that actually comes out that I didn't tell you either yeah. was that. My wife, Jenna, had been texting Austin like right before that and said, hey, bud, yeah. your sister's having a, a kind of a bad day, kind of a rough train. Could you just encourage her and like, you know, you sit next to her or in the next class or whatever. Yeah. And Austin's like, yeah, cool. I will. I'll be helping her out. All these other things. Didn't say a word to her in class <laughs> until the very end. And so it's like, oh, my, oh my goodness, what's going on here? And oh, so, we, so pulled, but we pulled Grace in to, into our bedroom at, at uh, later that night to talk to her and encourage her and just say, hey, Grace, you're strong. You know, yeah. she's been through a divorce. She was like, she hasn't been through a divorce. She's been through her uh, biological parents' divorce and all yeah. this other stuff. And and she's super strong and she's like the, one of the best people on earth. And so I just was trying to encourage her, yada, yada, yada. So we pulled Austin into the room yeah. and Jenna was like upset at him like, sure. and and I said bud like and you know when mom's upset I'm upset absolutely and so I said bud you you big timed your sister <laughs> and he said he said what do you mean and it's like we you know we talked to her and she said that you didn't ever speak to her and he said well she didn't want me to talk to her she told me last week that she didn't want me to talk to her and so at the end of class I just said how was class it was like <laughs> and both Jenna and I at that point like took a breath and I think we calmed down yeah. and like Obviously, the stress of first day and right. the stress of all that, but sure. like, oh, Grace, so <laughs> Grace, I love you. Whenever you're watching this, if you are watching this, I hope you had a better day today. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I just got a text from one of them, yeah. so I think it's it's completely. Well, okay. I, I just as a as a guy, a brother who you know, it, it's unfortunate. You and I never got to really be in the same school together. No, ever. Maybe when I was in first grade, I think you were in fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah, but who? At, yeah, but, but we never interacted at all. Right. I mean, because the difference between first and fifth grade is insane. But, at, you know, when I was in middle school, you were in high school. Right. When I got into high school, you graduated high school. So we, you and I never were able to share any sort of real school experience together. However, our sister, Melissa, who is only 20 months removed from me, we have spent several hours <laughs> of several classes together. <laughs> And I, I know exactly what Austin feels like. <laughs> it's like, I just don't know. What do you want from me? What do you, it's like the meme from uh, the notebook. Right? Yes, exactly. What, what do, do you, you want? want? What do you want? <laughs> You're a bird. I'm a bird. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I understand Grace's sure. perspective for sure. sure. And yeah, Austin probably should have said something, but like it is. It make it that gets me deep, deep, deep down and makes me laugh very hard. So. It's been I, again the stress <laughs> of reopening. Better. They love each other. I mean, your three kids are amazing. They are incredible people, and like they'll they will figure they'll it be out. Fine. But I mean, it's a lot of change for Grace right up front, yeah. and for Austin, he's just kind of hanging, you know. And uh, there's no change. Yeah, Jay, Austin. We, hey, bud, how was school? It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he got to drive to school for the first time. He's got his car. Oh, he so drove good. to school. He was so at cross country. That was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's the reason we're kind of talking about all this reopening stuff is because we here at Bay Hope are actually going to be going through a bit of a reopening as well. Regathering. Regathering. I'm sorry, because yes. the church never closed, That's which right. is 100% true. Yep. Bay Hope, uh, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but Bay Hope Church has been just absolutely crushing it. Yeah. So thank you all for joining in on this weird, yeah, crazy absolutely. COVID journey. Um, and we kind of want to know, A, if you have kids in schools, like how did that go for you on the first day? Just we just want to hear about the first day. The rest of it, it'll shake out and it'll be what it's going to be. But that first day, I want to hear about that. Yeah. But we're regathering as a church and we were supposed to regather. July when? 12th. July 12th. Yeah. Which seems like a year ago. It's insane. It's not even two months ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? I, yes. But think about how much has happened. Oh, in yeah. Those less than two months. Right. And the amount of decisions we've had to make and all this other stuff. And so every single Sunday service that we've done here has seemed like the Super Bowl for that one particular Sunday because we didn't know if we were reopening or not reopening. And so all these other things. And so our our uh, executive team said, hey, we're going to go forward with September 13th. Uh, and September 13th, 2020, Bay Hope Church is going to open its doors again. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. As the digital guy, I feel a bit of fear and trepidation about that. Um, and Why? I, um, because a number of reasons. Number one, I don't want the online, the digital space to just fade into obscurity, which it's not going to. Yeah. Um, that's just a, that's a personal pride thing that I need to get over. But, sure. but just like we were talking about schools, like I, I don't want there to be a shutdown again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't want us to open the doors and then two weeks later have to shut down. Sure. Like we're seeing with, other places and other schools and other churches in the area in particular. Right. Um, so as the, as the worship director, like how are you feeling about reopening and regathering, not reopening, regathering? Right. I think, I mean, it's a very complex and loaded question. Hmm. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk it out. Let's <laughs> talk it out. I think it's a good thing. I do. I think totally. that, for a worship leader and who's been doing this and you know this, I mean, you've, you've been a worship leader at plenty of churches and doing this just as long as I have. There's something super special about being able to do that together and being able to vibe, you know, off the energy in the room and, and really like the gathered church is the most powerful movement in the world, uh, in the history. It is the most powerful thing. Sure. Um, I think I think what's happening is I'm not upset at all that we're that we are regathering. I just thought that when schools would reopen and when the church would regather again, all of this stuff would be over. Mm. And that's such a hard pill to swallow. It really is. Well, it looks like it looks like everything being over is years. Every, yeah, every day that we yeah. every day that there's not a sense of quote unquote normalcy, it feels like we push back all of this stuff by a couple of months. Right. So I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort through that because I remember for those of you that joined us on Easter, we did this really cool, um, special song. And it was where, you know, we asked everybody on our worship team because we weren't allowed to have any of our volunteers like actually on campus because mm. this is back in April. Mm. And we asked all of them to send in videos of them playing and singing the song. And we cut it, you know, we put it together. We put it on the big screen behind us. And well, they, well, if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll actually link it in the description. Sure, yeah. Well, it's, it was so cool. And I remember when we, when we put it all together, I just had tears, uh, you know, and I, even when we did it for Easter, cause we did, we had to do it a couple times when we recorded Easter. I just got this feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until everybody gets to be back. Mm. Uh, not just because we're going to have everybody back because this is going to be over. <laughs> 
And that's not the way things are going to be. And so, you know, I do think that we have a cult, we as a culture, we as a, as a church, as, you know, whatever have adapted like fairly well, especially, you know, given that numbers are going down and um, I do think people are respecting the transmission of the virus, you know, they're respecting what can, what, what this can possibly do to people. And, and we should be, you know, a lot more cautious and all that kind of stuff. I just wish we weren't having to deal with it, Hmm. you know? And so again, as much as I really want church to regather, because I do, I think that's a a super important part. I, I just, I just wish it was over. And, you know, like it does, it's starting, you know, as we pull back the curtain a little bit, as we like to do on this podcast, it really does, Kind of to your point of like, what is digital campus? What is the digital side of Bay Hope Church look like? We really do have to start asking questions Mm. and understanding, is it just going to be streaming what happens at Lakeshore? And as we grow in campuses, you know, is that the most? Spoiler, no. Well, (laughs) but you know, like that's the conversation that we need to start having. And that this is, again, as we talked about a couple of weeks, is sort of forcing our hand into having more and more and more as to what does church look like? What does the church experience look like? And again, normal is dead. Like mm-hmm. whatever we thought was normal is no longer going to be normal anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, like there, there is a lot of, on top of there being, you know, a lot of our, our, the health suggestions and the concerns. And, um, it's really like everything that we have known and have done for such a long time is not going to be that way anymore. Yeah. And when you are first listening to this, Uh, We'll be having more details. If you are interested in joining us physically on one of our campuses, whether Lakeshore or West Chase, uh, the harbor, our college ministry or our college campus is a little further off. A little different just because they meet at USF. Well, and and USF has their own set of rules and regulations. and They're um, still going to meet digitally. Yeah, they'll still Mm -hmm. meet digitally and all that. But yeah, the the physical. So anyway, you'll be seeing more information on how we're regathering and sort of the steps we're taking. Um, Our sister, Melissa, is kind of heading up all of that. And if there's one thing about Melissa that you need to know, she is very particular and she is very organized. And so everything is going to be 2AT. Perfect, like letter of the law. Amazing, going to be great. It's going to be safe. It's going to be all those other things. But I think you you said it there, like what, what does that mean for the rest of everything? You know, is, is, is we're finding and we're reading all of these studies from churches that have opened around the country that 20 to 30 percent of their, right. of their uh, congregation are coming back. Right. 20 to 30 percent. Right. Or just are showing up physically. Yeah. Not necessarily coming back or experiencing church, right. but those that are walking through the doors physically, it's right. about 20 to 30 percent. Right. right. And so how do we as church leaders? Yeah. How do we brace ourselves for that, number one? Right. And number two, how do we then minister to the 70 to 80 percent that are not with us yeah. still? And and um, Pastor Matthew loves to use this term fidgetal, which makes me feel a little weird inside. It's very strange. It's very strange. <laughs> and uh, and yet that's what we are. Phys- fidgetal is the combination of the physical and the digital. And we need to... We need to continue to take steps down that, which again, Bay Hope TV, which you're going to be seeing a lot more of, um, podcast world and all, everything that happens uh, throughout the week is going to be helping to augment that. But at the end of the day, the church is the gathered body of believers. And so how do we gather people in an online capacity and still still call it church and still still make sure that Jesus is known in all of that? And that's... That's where our hearts lie. Yeah. That's where this church's heart lies. Right. I mean, that's our mission to connect yeah. people to right. life, uh, to that life-changing relationship with Jesus. And so how do we do that while staying safe or digital or all those other things? Anyway, we're not going to pontificate on that any longer sure. because like, it's just such a hard... It's a big debate. And you know what I think is really cool, though, is that most people, well, especially you know, when you're thinking about church, you're thinking about 
you know, what does it look like on Sundays? And a lot of us, you know, that's what we have known growing up and all that kind of stuff. But what we not even, not even stopping to realize is that pretty much everything else in life, including school now, is embracing this fidgetal mm. uh, mindset, yeah. you know, or this, this fidgetal reality where even Amazon, I mean, we're talking about just yesterday, even Amazon, who started out solely digital, <laughs> is now, you know, moving into the physical space, mm-hmm. whether it's through Whole Foods or whether it's through Amazon Go stores or whatever. So they're even testing out, like, just the companies obviously going from physical to digital, that makes sense. Right. But companies that are strictly digital now going physical because there is there's something special about the both and. Yeah. And it's about unlocking that experience. It's about unlocking that uh, that concept that I, th- I don't think churches have fully grasped yet. Yeah. And we're, we're right on the cusp of, of really, you know, breaking through on something. Just who knows what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's it's a really fun place to to start to think and to start to ideate, you know, different uh, methods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And as we kind of get ready to wrap up today, um, like I said, we want to thank you for joining us here. And we do want to hear from you, uh, particularly on the whole church reopening and schools reopening and stuff. How are you feeling in the midst of that? Yeah. How can we honestly be helping in that too? Because part of our job as the church is to help to to really aid you in in your journey with Jesus but also your journey with your family and your friends and your schools and your workplaces how can we as a church help you in that we would love to hear from you you can email us at the weekday at bayhope.com you yeah. can hit us up on our personal socials uh, or at bayhope church on every other social platform uh, one of us or one of our creative team will be able to get to you and funnel everything into the right channel everything goes where it's supposed to go which right. is totally great right. uh, at a church like this but hey thank you so much for joining us uh, on episode six of the weekday. We will see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.